Joining me right now is the newly signed heavyweight but open weight, Ollie Thompson. What's going on? Welcome to Kumite Radio. Thank you. Happy, happy to be here. I've um, been waiting to talk about this for a while, so uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, before we talk about your new contract with Road FC, let's talk about Fight Night Global. What happened with that whole situation? Sure. Well, obviously, I, I, I haven't fought MMA since last February, so it's been, been a while out. I've had a few K1 fights. And uh, I got some new management at the, uh, the beginning of this year, some great, great, new, great new team. And they got me a deal with Fight Night Global um, almost immediately, which is, I was excited about, you know, a big company. And a big, big presentation, good fighters, good level. And uh, yeah, I started, um, started preparing for a fight basically at the beginning of the year. I said to them I'd fight at heavyweight or light heavyweight, whatever they wanted me to do. And they said, right, light heavyweight. And we've got an opponent for you, Shamil Ahmedov, undefeated guy, for, um, for Brazil. Brazil. The original date was uh, a few weeks ago. Now. I, can't remember the, I can't remember actually the original date. So I, I started preparing, started dropping my weight down. So obviously I'm, I'm normally at heavyweight, so dropping my weight gradually. Quite a stressful experience, but you know it's normal. Some guys do it all the time. So first things is is uh, I I I started I seen a promotion. There was no promotion for the for the event, and it was strange because they were they were promoting events before it, and they skipped to promoting the event after it. But didn't promote the event, the Brazil event, which was a bit of a, a strange one. And then I hear rumors from people, from some friends of mine in, in, the, in the media, sort of media zone. So talking about the show will be canceled. I haven't been told anything and I'm, I'm stressed, cutting weight. So I find out, I check, I check on my management. My management says, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been moved now. The move, date's, date's been moved back a few weeks. Oh, okay, well, you know, they should have told me that. I'm cutting weight, I'm training, and the, and the, fighters, the fighters will need to know. So then training and carrying on a few more weeks. And bearing in mind, I haven't fought since February. So, you know, I'm looking forward to earning some money as well because um, this is my work. So in between the, the at, at three weeks, there's another rumor from a friend of mine that we're not going to be going to Brazil. We're going to be going somewhere else. And all the, all the while, there's been no promotion for the show still. And I'm, I'm not the only guy on the show. There's a lot of guys, big name fighters on the show. You know, the Maldonado Quillov was the main event. Um, or still is, I don't know, maybe. Um, so then, I, then I, I checked with my management. He checked with the promotion. And yeah, the, the event's been moved to Siberia. And uh, it's all getting a little bit concerning. And it's, it's, it, changes, it changes a lot. You know, you ask me fighter, it changes a lot for their the diet, their training, their finances, possibly, depending on when you fall last. And still no promotion, so I'm getting concerned about it. And uh, all the while, in between, in between this, I'd spoken to Road FC because I've, I've had conversations with Road FC quite a few times in the last six six months, maybe. Because um, I like the show, I like fighting in Asia as well. Had good times there, and uh, it just hasn't been the right time to to make the deal before. But we stayed in contact, and I chatted, chatted to them once in a while, and always had good good communication. And we kept that sort of door open for for an opportunity or something that will come up. So they sent me a message um, asking me about being in this, this, this planned out open weight Grand Prix. Like, would you like to be? I said, well, of course I'd like to be. I love Grand Prix tournaments. I love open weight type um, fun matchups. I love fighting Asia. It ticks a lot of boxes for me. But I said, unfortunately, I'm under contract to F to Fight Global. 
and uh, I'm a loyal guy. I stick, I keep to my word of what I said I'd do. So unfortunately, I had to turn it down. Like, and it hurt, it hurt, it hurt my feelings to do that. I did not want, I didn't want to turn it down because um, I love, I love the opportunity. I love, I love what was presented to me. So as I say, uh, say I kind of couldn't do it, but I said, please stay in touch because, you know, you never know what's going to happen here. Um, and I, and I, and as, as time went on, even to this day, I haven't seen any any adverts other than one poster from the Fight Global show in Siberia. Got to the point where. I'm having worries about am I going to fight at all? Maybe I'll end up with nothing. You know, I've turned road down. Now, if I if if I if I don't fight on FNG, I don't. And I've turned road down. I've ended up with nothing. You know, myself and my family have made a lot of sacrifices in this year to build up towards this fight. So, um, as much as I'm a loyal guy and I want um, and I appreciate Fight Nights Global signing me up, it came to the point where I had to make a decision of, you know, what they they, they haven't kept to their part of part of the deal, and I'm gonna I'm gonna. Basically, release let them know I'm releasing myself to negotiate with um, Road FC, and uh, it's a gamble because you never know. Maybe you know you don't know what the terms will be where you go. You don't know what people can offer. You don't know if um, I could have I had a good deal with Finance Global. That I was very grateful for, um, you know, looking after me. But I don't get paid unless I fight. So we negotiated with Road FC. It was very easy to talk to negotiate with, and we found some common ground. The tournament was so exciting. Well, the, the process of the tournament was so exciting that you know you didn't have to offer me much. You didn't have to. You could, I would have done it for very little, very little probably. It's just um, a good prospect, and, and also it's just knowing when you're going to get the fights because you know I've, I haven't been busy for a year, so knowing you're going to get free fights in the tournament potentially if you win your fights, it's got a certain amount of security to it as well, you know. And that's um, that's what all fighters from the bottom level to to UFC level are still very current, isn't it? Very much a battle for security. Um, employees and feeling secure about what fights they will have and what money they will earn. And um, I, f I feel the same way. So we got the deal done. I was, I can't tell you how happy I was. It was such a good thing. And um, and I really trust, I trust Road FC to, uh, and they, they will do what they say they're going to do. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, believe me. Yeah, Road FC has a pretty good uh, reputation of taking care of their fighters and keeping their promises. So I don't think you have to worry about that too much. Um, it must have been a big relief after going through all that stress of like not getting any promotion for your fight. You don't know where you're fighting. It's switching, you know, locations and you're cutting weight. But now it's like I got a contract. I'm open weight. I could eat what I want to eat. You know, I don't have to yeah. die. Is it, is, do you feel good right now? You know, it just, like I said, it felt amazing to see the poster. It feels, I mean, as far as the weight thing, it's, it's, it's a strange one because it's nice. It's nice to eat a bit more carbs. I sleep better. Um, at the same time, I've, I've sparred really well. I'm, I'm so fast and, and explosive at the, at the lower weight. I don't want to put on too much for this fight, you know. Um, I'll come, I, I, was, I was on weight. I was on weight for FNG. So, um, you know, my, my former opponent, you know, I'm sorry for the situation. If you, if you ever watched this, I was on weight. I trained hard. I was down to 96 kilos, which, which is on weight to, to walk up down to 93 easily. Um, but now I'm going to go back up again I'm around, around the 100 mark, a bit more water in my body. And, uh, you know, it's not much lighter. I, I, I fought the last few fights against massive heavyweights, so it's all 103 kilos. So it's only sort of three, three or four kilos less than normal. Um, but a lot leaner, a lot faster. So I want to keep that. And um, it just happens, so happens that my opponent is he's not a huge guy himself. So um, as much as in the tournament, you see there's some very heavy guys. Um, but 
you know, it's a different, the difference between a really heavy guy and a really huge guy. Um, what I mean by that is the people in this tournament, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably, I'm probably the biggest guy in this tournament. You strip us down, I'm probably the biggest frame in this tournament. Mm. Although I'm a lot lighter than some of the guys in the tournament. So that brings certain benefits and certain disadvantages as well, you know, depending on how the fight plays out. So I'm just um, in, a, in great shape to, to dictate the pace of the fight and make the fight take place in a way that benefits me. Before we get to your opponent, I want to talk about the participants in this tournament. Who do you yes. feel is the strongest besides yourself? Who do you feel is like the opponent that you can see in the finals against you? You know, um, it's really hard. Obviously, I fought Chris Barnett. We had a, we had a fight, and I, I like Chris. I like Chris, um, but I'm, I'm not going to say too much. I'm sure he'd um, love a rematch. He, who wouldn't love a rematch when they lose, lose a fight? Um, but I'm confident in, in that matchup. But, he, you know, he, he's, he's matched up with Longu. Um, I've got no, I've got no problems fighting if by fighting Langu. Langu's avoided the fight with me many times. Um, I don't, I don't see how he, I don't see how he would lay a hand on me. And if, if he, if he, if he came, came to, came to blows, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, have any worries about that. I'm curious. I'm curious about some of the guys. There's some interesting picks. For example, Gilbert Evel. He's very much out of action, and I don't think anyone really knows what you're going to get from him. Um, he was unpredictable when he was busy, and he's going to be even more unpredictable now because you know, you know how it is in MMA is almost the less in shape a guy like Gilbert Avell is, the more dangerous he can be while he's, while he's, while he's out there, you know? So it, may, it makes for, I, I like the matchmaking because it makes for something exciting because these guys will fight for their lives until they run out of energy, you know? Yeah. Um, so Gilbert's kind of, I think Gilbert's kind of like the, 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 not the secret, but the, the unknown. Dark unknown. horse you know? or something? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. he's a dark horse at the moment. Not because we don't know what he's capable of. We know he's very capable. We just don't know which one's going to show up. And uh, I think that's fun. That's fun. I'm really excited. Definitely. Um, I, 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 look, I look at this, this like, uh, obviously, Mighty Moe's got a good, good run, good run going. And confidence is a big guy with confidence is a dangerous guy. No doubt about it. Um, having said that, uh, I... How do you say that? Bet on me. Bet on me. This is this is this is this is my uh, this is this is my um, my prediction. It's bet on me. If you if you break this down, you go to the bookies. They they're going to give you the lowest odds on me. And there's a reason for that. You have a little history with Mighty Mo. You know, like on Twitter, you guys went back and forth a little bit previously. Yeah, we had a, trying to get a fight. Yeah, we had a little. Um, all, all respectful. It's it's, it's all respectful. Um, we, we're not matched up yet either, so it's still, still respectful. But um, I'll back down to anybody. And um, if, it come, if it comes down to it, we're going to war, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the last man standing. You have a history of world's strongest man competitions, preparing for that, and then you also have a long a career in MMA. What's something that you can take from the world's strongest man and use it in your MMA preparations? Okay. Um, well, first and foremost is if you if you're if you're a competitor, um, then you have an ability to, to switch on. To, uh, so if you're you're driven in that way, and then then you then you have that. If you don't have that, you can't get it. You can't buy it in a bottle. You can't um, you can't drink it or eat it or inject it. You know you, you got it. You haven't. 
So uh, first and foremost, I'm a competitor, and always, I was born a competitor, I still am. Um, but second of all, is, is, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of work ethic, and there's a lot of um, explosive movements that if, if you have, uh, if, you, if, if you can, if you're powerful and explosive, and also can, can think under pressure, then there's no reason why you can't fight MMA. You know, there's no reason why you can't transition. There's a, there's a lot of guys that couldn't transition because they're not in the same, built in the same way. Um, but I, I always, I've always been very adaptable in sports, and that's what brought me to MMA was the desire to show the rest of the world that how adaptable I was because I was just being talked about as a strong guy. That got a bit boring after a while, you know. I, I, I'd done that, and I wanted to show an, another another side to it, and I've been learning on the game ever since. Um, lots of highs, few lows, but um, I'm still here. I'm still getting better. You've been out of competition from, you know, about a year. And is it frustrating? Was it frustrating that whole time training and not fighting? Yeah, well, it was frustrating because um, for, for, without going too, too far into it, uh, if you know any background, you know that um, basically Bellator keep me under contract and not give me any fights, as, as they are doing with many, many people. Um, but it, it just seems a strange thing to do. It's, it's, it was just it, it disregards the uh, the fighters' need for, for like for earning for their family. It's just keeping you on board just in case, just for their own for their own for their own needs. So it was frustrating because I was tied up. But one, once I got released from there, it was just looking for the right the right place to go because I'd had a, I, I wasn't on a downer. Much as I, I'd lost two in a row, but I wasn't really on a downer because I'd fought Mitrione on on two weeks training and then given him a hell of a fight and I, a fight I could have won in my eyes if I'd been fit. But you know that's that's, that's another matter. So. The winners, the winner, and I fought. Um, obviously, I fought Congo, and I didn't. I didn't do what I wanted to do. There was a lot of reasons for that. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I, ha I had two losses, and I had to find a, uh, a place and, and a direction that was interesting for me, and um, and would also, you know, pay pay me well enough as well to 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 make me do what I do. So in the meantime, I had I had I had my first two K1 kickboxing fights last year to keep me busy and also just to make a little bit of funds along the way. And then in the new year, I got my new management, which um, who've been amazing, and then they've uh, they found opportunity for me. And then when I told them that I wanted to leave FNG, um, they they accommodated what I needed them to do and did what I asked them to do. And you know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm certainly very appreciative of that. And uh, we got the deal done along with Road FC. So um, big shout out to, to both in groups. For sure. Now Road FC 47, May 12th, you will take on a relative unknown. Shalong Dang. Um, one thing unique about Chinese fighters is that you don't really know their true record. You could see it online and say, oh, this guy, he has three wins or four losses. But to be honest with you, you don't know. He could have 50 fights. So yeah, yeah, sure. how is it to prepare for someone like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, for this fight here, obviously, my preparation, a lot, the, the, the large part is done. You know, I'm fit. I prepared for a I prepared for a Russian wrestler, so it's a bit different. But sometimes, sometimes I just take the take the most information I take out of just watching someone's watching someone's last fight. Sometimes, mm. then having said that, if you watch my last fight, I didn't really do too much. So, so it's not it's not it's not it doesn't tell you everything you need to know. Um, I've seen a few of these guys fights because obviously he he he's 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 come in and um, respect him coming in because he replaced he's a replacement for another guy who. Um, he didn't fancy it, so I, I treat every fight seriously because um, every fight's an opportunity for somebody. 
and and uh, and when when you when when you're when you're when you're a favourite on paper, the bigger opportunity isn't yours. The bigger opportunity is his. Um, but make no mistake, when, when we get in the in the in the ring in the cage, it's my job to go out there and not just not just to beat these guys. I have to I have to go out there and make a clear statement of the levels that we're at, and why and why you don't want me in the semi final of this tournament. And um, that's what I did in 2015 in the in the uh, in the IGF open weight tournament that I won in the end um, against some big big tough dudes. And uh, I will do that again with um, with this guy who's sorry I'm not I'm not I'm still haven't I still haven't quite with the name yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so respectfully, you know, he he stepped up, and uh, I'm gonna make him famous. <laughs> in the wrong way, though. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, but still. But still, it's still, it's still up to levels for him. Yes. And you, you were talking earlier about kickboxing, and you took a couple matches. So are you coming into this matchup way more confident in your striking compared to, like, say, previous matchups? Uh, maybe. You know, I've been confident in my striking for a while now. I started off as a grappler when I started in this sport, but I've evolved quite a lot. Um, I mean, I went undefeated as a professional boxer in the U.K., of a K1 fight. So there's a lot of things we've been doing for quite a while and training that haven't come out yet. And sometimes you've got to have a kickboxing fight to really force, force you to, to, to release, release them weapons you've been working on. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, everyone knows I can, I can wrestle and grapple because um, I've done it in many of my fights. So um, I'm looking to just um, use my variety of skills because um, there's a lot of people in this tournament with very specific skill sets. Um, but, you know, I'm, I don't think there's anyone as rounded as me. They can change up and mix it up when they need to, um, and the kickboxing, the striking battles are fun. They're fun because it's a very narrow, much narrower, narrower. How do I say? And it's a narrower skill set. The high, higher levels on them in particular skills, but less, less of them. So you're very specific, and um, I just enjoy it. I, I find, I find, I find this the boxing and the kickboxing is uh, is almost like a, a relaxing, peaceful time. <laughs> yeah, I think that striking or the development of your striking is going to be very uh, uh, important asset in this tournament because this tournament has a lot of strikers. Even though they're big guys, they are strikers. They are guys that are going to go in there and swing for the fences. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are strikers. You know, I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got speed advantage over everyone in the tournament. I've got um, more, more agile than everyone in the tournament. And I feel like I, I, can, um, I can strike with, it, with, it, with all of them. You know, if you take it back to, for example, um, the 2015 when I won the three fights in, in Tokyo, I mean, I, I faced, I faced in the first round, I, I faced uh, a few grap grappler in Manoa, and I took him down and, and just and just dominated him on the floor, round after round. And I fought the uh, Taekwondo guy Chris Barnett in the semi-final. I stood with him, trained with him, and didn't get, didn't get hit and, and picked him off for the, for, the, for the duration. In the final, I faced Fernando Rodriguez, a big big knockout guy who knocked everyone out in, in the first two rounds and I knocked him out first round. So um, I, will, I, will, I will adapt and I will do what I need to do for each of these guys. And don't, don't, don't think I won't, don't think I'm not happy to just stand in the pocket with Longu and, and hit him with combinations. Don't think I won't, don't think I won't kick Gilbert Avell in the head if it comes to it. You know, I'm going to do what I need to do. Yeah, you, you, you won the tournament in Tokyo. Now you're going to China, Beijing. And you're doing another open weight tournament. It's very unique for a fighter that is from England to be over here on the other side of the world doing what you're doing. Thank you for your time, Ali. And I'm looking forward to seeing you fighting in the tournament.
Thank you, sir. I look forward to speaking again soon.